Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. Sorry, I remember who he was. Um, and welcome to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Making a welcome return to the studio and on fine form was comedian and uh, Southampton fan Paul McCaffrey. He's very good, wasn't he? Yeah, he told us a top story. He right did, here. yeah. Very yeah. good. Very good uh, story. Kem Chetine, who played in the uh, last year's... What? <laughs> Soccer Aid. It's Soccer Aid. Yeah. Why are you looking at me yeah. like that? Yeah. Kem, <laughs> well, your name is Kem from Love Island. You probably yeah. didn't even know his surname. <laughs> okay. Anyway, came in and he talked about this year's UNICEF game. Yeah, looking, yeah looking forward. It sounds good. They've got some top players playing again. Uh, they've got a league, of an English league of competitive eating as well, which is fantastic. Yeah. We've waited a long time we to have, have an English equivalent. We had a good chat about competitive eating. We certainly did. And talking that, you'll hear about a menu from 1617. Yeah, well, all the zeitgeisty <laughs> stuff. Andy found an old menu, a Tudor menu, 1617. So um, he'll, he'll talk us. It's not Tudor, is it, uh, by that stage? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so no, it's not. It's just Charles. Oh, it? all the yeah. talk sport listeners all turning off now. You've got that yeah. story. Charles is in. Sorry from. about that. Yeah, it's uh, Stuart menu. Mary Beer's just thrown her <laughs> iPad, iPhone away. <laughs> Bit late for Mary, I think. She of an earlier. Anyway, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Just yeah. So uh, here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, Paul. I don't know if you uh, read that piece in the Sun this morning. Handshakes are now out. And, really? Uh, you, you can't bump elbows. No, no, no. The new thing is uh, you touch feet. It's a sort of touch foot greeting. Yeah. And uh, I'm not doing that if I bump into Ron Harris tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a disaster. Um, uh, doing non-handshakes. Yeah. Uh, I, I was forced into that a couple of years back. Oh, yeah, because you I had broke my hand. hand. Yeah. And I really, I suppose to get it operated on the end, it didn't happen. But it was quite a bad break down the bottom of my hand. It's kind of, you know, when it gets a bit cold, I feel it. But apart from that, it sort of healed <laughs> okay. itself, really. When it rains. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's yeah. Why, yeah. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah, I f you forget. This is the trouble, you know, because it's such a, a muscle memory. You know, you yeah. meet somebody and out goes the hand and you, you do it anyway. So that's going to be the case with this. But there were two instances when I forgot 
Uh, one was uh, the fine broadcaster Eddie Nesto, who I'd not met before, but yeah. uh, I enjoyed his work and apparently listened to the show over the years. Yeah, yeah, and nice. so I meet him for the first time, and out goes the hand. Great, the being, <laughs> but I couldn't actually show that. Very cruel, you Eddie. Quite, if you're listening. No, he didn't. He didn't mean it. I don't think he even knew I had a broken hand. <laughs> Should have done. Um, I think he actually made the break worse. <clears throat> and then, on, and then two days later, in the yeah. same thing, I was uh, yeah. at an awards do. And uh, it was Razor Ruddock was up there, and I just oh, forgot. Oh, went yeah. there. You know, that's not going to be a soft. That's, he's not going to have a handshake <laughs> like the Queen, is he? <laughs> not really. And you no. just try not to show it, but it's like an electrical charge through your body. So all I'm saying is, whether your hand's broken or you're worried about the coronavirus, sometimes you just forget yourself. You I've know? shaken hands with the Queen. It's like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Do you think she's got one of those? She's one of those. Is it a bit like Trump? She, he pulls you in. Yes, he pulls let you, you go. in. So that's, that's it, right. yeah. yeah, you're in the uh, territory. Uh, so to last night's game, a few notes on that. I thought the first half was like a game in the EFL Trophy. It was like men against boys. Really, oh, yeah, yeah. Portsmouth were right on top, and Harness was excellent in the first half. I was thinking though, what would he use to carry a baby around? It's, it's when got, you can't think of question. the word, isn't it? Yeah, I know. True. What can you do? And um, I was also thinking, I love Ian Dark as a commentator, uh, football commentator, but I, I absolutely love him as a boxing commentator I think he's the iconic he's, I put him up there with Harry Carpenter and I'm really surprised that when BT get a big fight no disrespect to whoever does it I'm sure they do a brilliant job I, yeah. I, I was actually I'll tell you in a minute I was listening to our commentary in Argentina mm. and uh, but I, I do think Ian's a, one of the iconic boxing voices so yeah. it's only my Nothing to do with me, but if it was me, I'd definitely be using well, him. He's in that. nothing to do unless you're no. changing jobs. Do you want to tell well, us? I haven't, well, funny enough, head you, of boxing. You should BT. mention it. Funny, if talking of that, uh, the company yesterday heard the stuff that I was talking about. The bloke I had to pretend to be, Galtieri, Hector, Andres. Yeah, that's right. Uh, when yeah, I to went to River Plate, River Plate yeah. Yeah. and they really liked the sound of him. So I'm out, really? and Hector's in. Yeah, from next week mm. on, it's mm. uh, Hawksby and Galtieri, oh, in from Cheltenham. Mm. And apparently he's very, very funny when River lose, River Plate lose. He's, honestly, he's hysterical. He, he did. And he does a great <laughs> impression yeah. of the legendary Argentinian racing commentator, Miguel O'Herrera. <laughs> Honey and Haido, Castle for Death and Cafalto, e Akivieni Fonaven. There we are. Thank this you. is Andy Jacobs. Uh, look him up, kids. Michael O'Hare, a, a, a brilliant but sadly long past <coughs> racing Even his son's older than me now. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, not. every year we, we're in a room full of Irish people uh, at Cheltenham, and Andy yeah. will say, I'll do my Michael O'Hare. The Irish love that. I'm thinking, I don't think they do. I don't think they massively do, Andy, so maybe don't do it. So uh, we're trying to have to talk him out every year. When I was in listening to the uh, big fight in uh, Argentina and yeah. watching uh, the local pictures from, I think, Fox Spanish Channel or whatever it is, mm -hmm. and they were ahead... The pictures were ahead of our commentary, but I still wanted to hear it. But it was like Can watching... you queue it up? Wasn't it on no, your no, swing box? It wasn't that type oh, of thing, okay, no. Right. It was just on the local telly. Okay. It was like watching boxing with Stuart Pearce in Brazil. These <laughs> are all very in, these references. <laughs> well, I like You've got to keep up. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope people can. Yeah. And, well, if you, you could explain what happened with Stuart Pearce. It was, it was worth recounting. <laughs> what, again? <laughs> you can't, have, you can't <clears throat> have it both ways. Either okay. people know what we're talking about. It was six about. years ago at the World Cup. <laughs> Stuart was co-commentating uh, on the game. We were hearing Stuart... I mean, he wasn't co-commentating. He was listening to our. He was our summariser. No, he wasn't our summariser. He was sitting in the living room. Well, with I think us. they were asking him for and views. No, no, yeah, but he was hearing stuff yeah. coming down the line sooner than the and pictures. We were seeing it. Yeah. So suddenly we're watching the game. We're on tenterhooks when we England in yeah. the World Cup, and then suddenly we hear this voice go, "Goal!" <laughs> and like the ball still in um, ball still in midfield. 
Five seconds later, <laughs> ball crashes in. <laughs> oh, yeah, cheers, Stuart. <laughs> sorry, sorry, boys, he says. <laughs> Next 10, 15 minutes later... Goal. <laughs> Let's be honest. Stuart, you say, stop it. You say it six years later, but whenever we see Stuart or him, we both, we both go, goal. Goal. <laughs> he did a anyway, perfect anyway. callers. Should we do perfect callers? Oh, yeah, callers? now, um, I don't know where this came from. We were just chatting in the office uh, earlier on. I think saying... we were getting a guest from uh, on the Reading game tonight. Oh, that's right. So we... it started off, we couldn't find him. I said, what, we get? I said oh, what about Otis in Reading? Otis in Reading. <laughs> who's, yeah, he'd be great to tell us how Mark Bowen's Hello, done. Adrian. I'm not getting any respect. <laughs> yeah. Where are you calling me from? Well, you can imagine, man down on the dock of the bay <laughs> yeah. and I'm not standing up then, then we came out with Don in Henley that was the producer they all seem to be musicians yeah, don't Don they in, hello Adrian Don in Henley here taking it easy yeah. <laughs> you've been taking it easy this. it's in the Eagles kids look it up <laughs> look it up and there's uh, another Emmer one for the, Hayes. another one for the Emma in Hayes there's one hello Adrian yeah fantastic really a Tottenham fan but so manages Chelsea <laughs> Lindsay in Buckingham Lindsay that and Buckingham. That's right, yeah. Oh, lovely to talk to you, Adrian. Yeah, don't stop thinking about tomorrow. <clears throat> Actually, my favourite sport is Formula One. Yeah, you know, I make a few quid every time it's on. So, anyway, if you've got another perfect talk sport callers list, <clears throat> let's compile it this afternoon, shall we? Uh, you want to add to that? Um, and we'll just, yeah. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine or tweet to TSH and J. It'll help if you've got a little bit of a hello, Adrian. I'm such as well, you don't have to have to write that. Surely you can add him to that extent, can't you? I'm not expecting to write you. I can't add live at all. You know that. <laughs> <clears throat> now, Lewis Gard, he had a, a bit of a long term injury for Southend, yeah. but he's back. Uh, which is good to see. Although they lost uh, mm. the game at the weekend, uh, Southend, uh, he was uh, glad to be back playing. And I thought, well, you know, let's hope it never comes to this, but mm. I thought Lewis Gard, he could maybe have... There are <laughs> a lot, some, really, aren't there? Could be some, <laughs> there could be some TV formats for him that the TalkSport listeners could come up with. So, uh, TalkSport... <laughs> so, yes, let us know this afternoon. TalkSport.com, text 81089 or tweet to TSHNJ if you've got some TV formats for Southend's Lewis Guard and your Fire callers Guard, list. obviously, with Jeff Brazier. That yeah, that would be yeah, that'd be perfect, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when I go into the cab garage to get the cab fixed, we do elbow to elbow because the mechanic's hands are all covered in muck. Oh, that's uh, a good, says that's Vin a good, the cabbie. Good so point, yeah, I've seen Vin, that's yeah. what they've been saying. The elbow to elbow. Yeah, it just looks a bit. Looks a bit weird. Looks a bit masonic, doesn't it? Anything but a handshake. But in Argentina, everybody, men included, all kiss each other. Right. If you meet a man, well, that's not going to the coronavirus. No, I know, but that is that is, and it's not two. It's one kiss. If you do two kisses, if you're bonkers, you're a leaper. Anyway, we move on. It's uh, Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talk Sport. Suddenly, the music should suddenly spring up, surely. No, you can't. Give Becky a chance. They've got a thought processor. (laughs) The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talk Sport was announced uh, earlier on in the day that Soccer Aid would return, as we expect. It's going to be June the 6th at uh, Old Trafford. And joining us now, someone who played... In the world side last year, scored a goal, I believe. Played really well. Yeah, yeah. He did. <laughs> Thank Kem, you, guys. He's very modest. You'll know from Love Island, Kem. Good to see you. It's lovely to see you guys. Really happy to be here. Um, so it, it must be great to be playing again. What a buzz it must be. I mean, you, you, we're talking off air. You're a pretty decent standard footballer, but to play with a lot of top pros must yeah. be, at Old Trafford must be a great I'll buzz. be honest with you, that I said nothing will ever top that again in, in my life. Anyone who loves football growing up, you would say, 
your dream would be to play at a packed out stadium with all your heroes, yeah. childhood heroes. Literally, it was you had John Terry there, everyone, and to do it, I just honestly sometimes I don't. I have to watch the video back sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you mean every day? <laughs> uh, twice, twice a day. Once when I get up, once at night, keep me in a good mood. And the crowd as well. What was that like playing in front of a big crowd? Weirdly, it was. Uh, Kind of, I never played in front of a crowd that big yeah. before, but you because it's like a charity game, everyone's just just that like happy. There's a lot of kids. I can imagine at a, a real life game and you've got the fans getting onto you, it's not, it's not as easy as that, but yeah, it was just a good atmosphere. And I think actually playing made me realize obviously, you know, these pros are unbelievable. But I remember in training, just watching Didier Drogba was the one that just blew me away. I just could not believe it, like just seeing the way he plays, just incredible. Mm. Absolutely yeah. incredible. That's like, always the thing, isn't it? That it Paul's got this thing about the way they strike the ball. It's just different. That, I think yeah. that's yeah, what yeah. that's what blew me away was the way mm. we was. I remember we was doing a shooting drill. Harry Redknapp was taking a shooting drill. And obviously, some of us, well, a lot of us, are not pro footballers. <laughs> yeah. We're just playing for charity, <laughs> and uh, you're just playing it into someone. He's laying it off, and you, you're taking a strike edge of the box. And the way he was hitting it, it was like it made a different noise to anyone yeah. else. But then Redknapp was having a go at us. He's like. If Didier can do it, why can't? <laughs> I was like, he's got ten years on you. Not only ten years, he's one of the best strikers ever to yeah. play, and you yeah. expect us to do what he can. Harry but. didn't know that uh, you had any kind of football background. You say you played sort of conference prem. Yeah, uh, you I was, played a decent standard amateur football, didn't you? Yeah, semi-pro was, football. I was in and out of academy when I was a kid, and mm. then when I when I become like 18, 19, I was playing conference prem. But I never, I was injured in the lead up to soccer aid. I had my knee injury. So I didn't really play a lot of training and he didn't know I played at all. Right. So at half time, he was like, Kim, can you even play football? <laughs> I was like, I didn't, I was like, I'm all right. I'm, I'm, he was like, let me stick you on right back. I was like, no, I can't do fair now. Stick, stick me somewhere, somewhere up top. So as soon as I got on, I can't even believe I said, I said to Cantona, Move, move into the middle, mate. I'm going to go <laughs> <on> the right <laughs> to the middle. <laughs> but he was he was exhausted because obviously he yeah. weren't that fit. He was like, "All right, I'll go in the middle, Kem." I thought, "What is this bossing Canada around on the pitch?" <laughs> I suppose it does get serious, doesn't it? When you're all out there, I mean, it is for charity, it is a bit of fun, but it, it's it, competitive. It, it, it has to be competitive, otherwise, it wouldn't be great to watch. It's, it's more competitive than I ever thought it'd be. Mm. I think the lead up is all about raising money for a great cause, which is which is what it is. Sure. And uh, you're all having a laugh in the change rooms, but when it comes down to the day, you the, I forget. Get these guys they're pros this is all they know mm. so they take it as serious as any other game and like the build up is very if you're in training and you're not up to scratch like I remember Robbie Keane was taking all the sessions for us he was t he was telling us how it needs to be done and if it's not good enough then he's going to tell you so you feel like you've suddenly entered a pro team yeah no but that's a good thing I mean some of the amateurs I mean Mark Wright had a terrific he's, game he's probably. great he's, he's a really good player well, right again he played good standard didn't he yeah, he's yeah, all, yeah I think yeah. he's always played a great standard and mm. like sometimes he just I remember he was playing alongside John Terry and like they were just like they were just a partnership they've played for a long time so when you're coming and you're not a pro there's a lot of pressure yeah, yeah that's may, that may be down to John Terry. I've got I, <laughs> I played against I played against uh, Mark in a, a charity game, and his mm. brother actually, of course, is a pro. And yeah, uh, and, yeah Mark, yeah, Mark was very good. Very good. <laughs> and, He's um, a really he and uh, took, went off. It was a bit warm and uh, very hot day. So as he went off, he took off the shirt. Oh no, Got he, lo yeah, he <laughs> loves it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then Arge went off and he took off the shirt. <laughs> not, not so good. So, not so much. Thing so. is, me, me and Mark had a little bit of a little bit of a rivalry there mm. because we both take it serious and. He He's playing left back. I'm playing on the right, mm. and we were just ruffling up against each other the old time. It was he's tough. I'd rather someone else mark me than him, but always seems to be Mark. Yeah, what can you do? and then of course Lee Mack. Uh, he's our old mate, Lee Mack. <laughs> he's uh, he plays. He's, he's played before, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah. Well, he, he had a very unfortunate. Thing. He missed a great chance, and then he, I think, he missed the penalty, didn't he? In yeah, the he, he, he missed the sitter just before I scored. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. was like. 
put across to him literally inside the box and I, I think he put it in the stands now he got uh, did well to reach the stands yeah. <laughs> a few new faces this year set to play uh, Tom Davis oh Tom King will be Gary. brilliant He'll be a unit, I yeah, think, I think is fair be to say. Good. Yeah. He'll be up for set pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know um, who I was excited about? I met him the other day, Patrice Evra. Oh, yeah. And uh, he was saying to me, Kem, I feel fit, I feel good. I was like, can't believe I'm playing Patrice Evra. I just, yeah, at Old Trafford as well, it's just insane. Yeah. And Mo Gilligan, who we interviewed now, I'd imagine Mo's quite a decent footballer. Yeah, yeah well, he yeah. said he said he plays five-a-side pretty much every week. And uh, me and him are going to do... This is how serious <clears> we take it. We're already starting training from now. Oh, right, really? From now, yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do some fitness training. Go over like go five aside. Just get just get the touch back. You, you, you've got to take it seriously. How often then will you kind of meet up to train as a team? Well, that that will come just before. You are, yeah, you train on the week, so yeah. it's the the experience is crazy. Yeah. You go there and um, you go to the stadium, and every day you do two mm. sessions a day. You do fitness, you do ball work, and it's just taken like a proper pro club. You have all your little chest monitors on. Yeah, and Clive well, commentates. Clive does a brilliant job of yeah. commentary because not only does he commentate and mm. facts on all the pros and all the celebrities, but he also fundraises at the same time, okay. which yeah. is not easy when you're commentating. No. No. But I think it's that's an important side of it. I, mean, I often wonder why people, I don't know how, but I couldn't sit there and watch it and think, I'm being entertained here and not contribute something. Exactly. You know, even if you text a five or something, you know, because you are being entertained and it is for a great cause. So it's to be hoped that people do join in in that way. And he does a, quite a lot of fundraising. Yeah, during, Cl- Clive's during great because at the same time, he's got to talk about the entertainment side and the people that are yeah. not yeah. from football. And he just seems to know a bit about everyone. He does and make a bit it, of research. Oh, yeah, does clearly. He does a lot of research. He does a lot. The, um, Roberto Carlos is playing again. Is uh, that right? What's yeah. it like playing with him? Do you push him out of the way for free Mate, kicks? I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't see him all week. Week. And then I remember um, Didier was on FaceTime to someone, hmm. and then out of nowhere he goes, "I oh, just turned up, and I didn't know he's playing." Carlos walked in, and I just, I just went dead silent. You know when you see like a hero, yeah. you don't know what you're meant to say. He come over, he shook my hand, and I was like. That goal you scored at too long. You did fluky, wasn't it? You missed it. I think he just caught the valve. I think you didn't mean that. What was the the most surreal moment was after the game and we won and everyone, even the pros, were buzzing. And Carlos came up to me. His English weren't great, and he was like, "Can you sign my shirt?" Because everyone was signing each other's shirts, and I said, "I don't feel like I should sign your shirt." I'm honest, mate. I don't feel like I've got the right to sign yours. So you had a carrying a knock last year. So the signs are that you should be you should be even better this year. You should be sharper. Pressure. You're putting a lot of pressure. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on me this year. I might have had a lucky game, but no, I'm going to take it serious because I love football and it's it's like a dream come true opportunity to to be able to play in that. So why not take it serious? Only once a year. Get fit. Feel good when you play and. Hopefully, yeah, there's like, if I can get the feeling of scoring again, it's worth it. Putting it's all the back time. at Old Trafford, was it the bridge yeah, last year? Yeah, it was, yeah, so it was at the bridge last so year. So it's going to be in front of even more people. Sev- so 70, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 75,000. Yeah. And the, the tickets are half price at the moment, they're £20. So oh, okay. I think they're going to sell it out completely like they always do. Um, hopefully the extra 30000 isn't as d- isn't more daunting, but <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um, and Ollie Murs is playing again, isn't he? Ollie, uh, I saw him in the papers yesterday, he's, he's lost a bit of timber, hasn't he? He's, yeah. been, working, mm. he's been working out a lot and he's, he had a before and after picture. Didn't have a pair of his old trousers, but, <laughs> but he had, he, he had he's lost well, a lot he, of weight, he's looking very trim. He had a big operation, that's why he couldn't play last year, I mm. think. And um, I see him the other day and he's been taking it really seriously, yeah. he's feeling fit and... Uh, he said he's ready to go. He takes it. I think he even he's, he owns a football club as well, a local one. 
Yeah, and then, and you get women players. It's, it's a very rare sight to see mixed football, but you yeah. do get some really Kelly top Smith and Casey Stoney women players playing. playing as well. Yeah, we we had some uh, great great women players last year as well. We had a Brazilian international and an English international, and they were just they were incredible. Yeah. So tickets wise, as you said, twenty pound for tickets, but a family of four—that's two adults and two kids—can go for sixty pounds. Yeah. And uh, the tickets are at soccerade.org.uk.uk, should I say? Soccerade.org.uk forward slash tickets and you'll be able to get your tickets in advance for that one because it's, it's always a sellout isn't yeah it? It always, always. and it's, it's a nice day because it's, it's all families there there's loads of entertainment singers and uh, hopefully it's a great show no, another goal touch wood yeah <laughs> never know. get us in the mood uh, for the Euros and Usain Bolt will he be turning out again yeah yeah Usain will be there he's, oh, yeah. he's a great for someone that tall he's a great player yeah he's yeah. Really he, ta- he takes it I can't he was telling us he was training he got pace with- well, <laughs> only a little bit. Only a little bit. I could, he was telling us he was training with Borussia Dortmund before. I couldn't believe it. Like, yeah. with the first team. Yeah. But, he's, um, not, he's, he's not quite as good as he says he is. No, the, <laughs> I don't want to insult him. Yeah. He's good, yes. but he's great. He's, he's good. Great. The one you yeah. can just sort of stick it into space and you know he's going to get there. Yeah, put it this yeah, way, really. he's a great outlet because like you said, if you put it into a channel or you put yeah. it over the back of the defence, I think he's going to be the first one to get onto it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Making a welcome return to the studios, comedian and Southampton fan Paul McCaffrey. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon. How you can tell doing? Paul's a Southampton fan because he's influenced by his manager. He's got the old Ralph Hassan Hootle wetsuit on. It's, well, it's, that, yeah, that is, uh, it's that is a, an accidental thing, I can assure you. I'm not looking to Hassan Hootle for my style uh, style tips. It's it's very much his look, isn't it? The, the kind of black wetsuit look that he goes for. He looks like he yeah. is wearing one. Minus flippers, obviously. And sort of sexy wetsuit, isn't it? It's, yeah. an, it's an unusual... Yeah, I never really thought about it. Shape and he wears it yeah. really tight, doesn't he? Well, he does, yeah. yeah. That's right. He's got the under one that he wears under the diving bell, the whole thing. And <laughs> it's slightly sort of Klopp-esque, isn't it? It's slightly Klopp. Do you like him with or without beard? I mean, I, 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 quite, I, don't, I, think, I don't really I, don't have I, a preference. I think, I think, I think it suits him. I think, I think, yeah, I think you should stick. Ralph, if you're listening, I, I think you should, I think <laughs> you should stick with it. It works for me. Okay. So, you have a new show. You're with your show, Lemon. That's it, yeah. Yeah, so just off out and about. Did it in Edinburgh. I'm just currently sort of... Uh, yeah. Why so, lemon? 
I, it's kind of sort of self the descriptive title. I keep getting called a lemon throughout my life. <laughs> I've just thought, I never had a one word title. You know, you come up with these titles for the Edinburgh yeah. Fringe show, and it was a first. Yeah. I've always quite fancied, and it's sort of. I don't know. Rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? it Lemon. Does, yeah, it's, it's a nice, quite, bright colour yeah. for the posters as well. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort of fresh. You've got a built-in motif. Absolutely, there's a yeah. Lot going for and it. there's sort of stone roses. There's a kind of bit of a Brit pop kind of. Yeah, um, yeah that's good. Actually, it's a very fetching Can't poster. I'm looking at it. It's beautiful. Nice, uh, oh, beautifully done. Thank you. Did you that's design that? No, 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 no. It's a company called uh, Jigsaw. Look, there who it are is. Based in a, a, a nice job. It looks like a film. The only problem with it is that two separate people said. It looks like I'm blind. <laughs> I can see you've got, yeah. I can see you. My, your, for anyone that, well, well, for anyone that hasn't seen it, which I'm guessing is everyone, um, yeah. I have my eyes closed in it, and someone quite rightly pointed out that I look like I'm. Uh, yes. yes. Okay. Well, well I'm go. sure it's not going to stop anybody coming. Is no, it? no, 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 absolutely not. No, no, as long as the jokes are funny, it doesn't matter, yeah, does it? Exactly. It's a fairly ex- extensive tour. You're already yeah. out, aren't you? So yes. You're. Uh, I see. Is it Cardiff tomorrow night? Cardiff tomorrow night, then um, Bristol, yeah. um, Nottingham. Mm. Um, so I've already done Birmingham, Aldershot, all the big ones. And you got yeah. There's some gig cups. Soho Theatre. You got a couple Coupled in Soho in April. In April yeah. Twenty first and. So 22nd. does the tour come around because you did the show in Edinburgh? People saw it and somebody said this. Is worth it, or was it your decision to try? I went out last year actually because I did. I supported Kevin Bridges on his arena tour. Oh wow! Um, So that was quite a good opportunity for sort of. It was quite a unique way to sell a tour. So at the end of my set, a screen would come up. You know, on the big kind of screens that they have there, saying Paul will be back in a couple of months at such and such. So if it had gone well, which it quite often did, people would then be able to buy tickets there and then. Oh, that's a good idea. It was good, yeah. yeah so this good. time I don't have that luxury, so I'm just sort of hoping, so far, Touchwood people have been coming, but you don't have that, yeah. you know, they've mm. literally just seen you, obviously if a couple is there and they've enjoyed you, they'll be like, oh, should we go and see him, you know. Yeah. Is, is the, Do you find uh, somebody, you go to gigs and stuff and the support band, they'll get an audience, but they don't, you know, people will drift in or they go to the bar yeah. and then they're wondering maybe for the last two songs for the main band come on. We talked to Lloyd Griffith about this because he's done a lot of arena gigs with, Jack White, yeah. So, sort of, you know, is it different for comedians? Do you think people are more likely to sit down and, and, and watch the support? I think the mindsets vary from place to place. Yeah, Some yeah, places yeah. they just say, "Oh, excellent, there's another guy." Yeah. Some places I'd say, particularly with Kevin in Glasgow, maybe you know, there's, yeah. you know, yeah, that's their favourite son in. kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, particularly yeah. sort of an English, English yeah. guy. And does it? What's it like from from your point? Does that make it harder for you in some ways or not? I d- was it a challenge? No, I think it was nine times out of ten. I'd say they were they were they were up for it. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. to some nights, um, you know, in the arena, there'd be like twelve thousand people there, and then people were sort of being seated while you're in. Oh. And it's not like walking in halfway through a song where you can sort yeah. of catch up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if you <laughs> miss true. the setup of a joke, yeah. And you're just walking for the punchline. You're like, what the hell's this guy talking about? But, but uh, when, I mean, if you've got that many people in the room or near as damn it, and, yeah. and, and one flies, that must be a great feeling. Oh, my this God. Is not Eddie yeah, Eddie nothing is, like it. It's not yeah. Eddie Izzard. I once went to an Eddie Izzard gig, and the, he's brilliant, obviously. But yeah. if you miss the first thing he talks about yeah. in some way, lot, and everything else callbacks, goes yeah. on to it, you, you sat yeah. there for the next 20 minutes going, I don't get well, any of this. Getting getting on time, and you've paid about 40 <laughs> quid for a ticket. I always find that stressful when I'm watching a film in the first sort of 20 minutes. I'm like, right, am I going to miss something? Something here, yeah. but yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it was really good fun, and, good. and that was that was that was a great way of doing it. But this time, I'm sort of def- of course they're they're here to see you for the yeah. sake this time. So yeah, uh, yeah you're not going to get any of that. 
And that would be pretty bad if they sort of drifted out for you and stayed for your support, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> so, yeah. um, at Southampton, uh, how are you feeling about life? Are you safe? Ralph, I think... I put, think we're safe, Have a rocket yeah. up the backside mm. the other day after yeah, that West Ham was... performance and all. Oh, that was relegation form, but I don't think you really meant it. I think. No, and um, I think, you know, it was a bit hairy sort of at the first half of the season particularly I think yeah. we were quite unlucky I don't think you know the results kind of was a reflection of how we were playing I went to uh, uh, Arsenal not Hybra anymore is it yeah. the Emirates yeah. um, where we drew two, two each and we were unlucky not to win that about four or five you know um, so uh, I think we'll be fine it's yeah. just going to be sort of you never quite know what's going to happen from one week to the next that's the only thing you know sort of West Ham you would have, I would have expected yeah, there's no things there on Saturday was there any no. from the start anyway he's, he's been fantastic hasn't he incredible what a revelation he's from Winchester as well where I'm from so oh, uh, okay. that's awesome. I really feel like I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't say that I'm <laughs> been pivotal in his success but I, I'd like to think <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I'll tell you what actually I saw James Ward-Prowse in Sainsbury's oh, did you and um, after that he went on a little run and I don't know whether there's uh, they're just sort of laying eyes on him was, was enough give him a little nod and just uh, I think he just knew did you um, did you have a look in his basket I didn't I didn't think that would be appropriate oh, blimey Tim Pilchard skulking around behind him I, 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 think, I mean it wouldn't be all pop tarts would it no. I mean it's no. going to be fresh veg I would have thought be a lot so. of kale in there I should think so uh, yeah. as a finally honed athlete you would think 100% yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm surprised I bumped into him to be honest I should yeah. imagine we uh, populate very different parts of the supermarket did you let on to him Paul, did you a little, little nod of recognition? Little, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Little one of those, oh, right, yeah, James? Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep up yeah, the good absolutely. work. Yeah, he'd want yeah. you to. He'd be disappointed. Did he didn't. say, uh, hello, Paul, how are you, mate? Good no, luck, he didn't. Good luck no. with the lemon tour. They <laughs> no, did. <laughs> <laughs> Swine. <laughs> he should have done. He that. should do his homework, shouldn't he, before he, he goes shopping? He, he, he really needs to know who's watching him every Saturday. That's running to. Now, I see on the Saints website they're offering the option to be a Southampton away mascot. And, uh, is that? Did you ever do that as a kid? I think did that you... shit might have sailed for me. I think. Well, I think Andy has got an open. Is it? Well, a good way to Lee, plug the tour. Yeah, it would be a good promote yeah, the tour. Come on, sort of. Uh... Yeah. yeah, holding hands with the skipper as you go out on mm. the field with old Pierre, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice touch, I think. Yeah, could look All well. publicity is good publicity and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Adult mascots. I mean, even now you get big kids, don't you? So you'll get a small player and you get a big kid. Yeah. And the kid's older than the player. Well, yeah, that, that, no, that, that, that always looks a bit, that always looks a little bit weird. Was somewhere where they were, we spoke to somebody who was going to be Well, they the do it. So yeah, it's a bit of a stag thing at the lower yeah. levels of football. So, like the, the stag right? do, yeah, the stag do starts with the, uh, you know, 32 year old bloke or whatever. 28 year old bloke leading, having, the having a, you're leading the team out in the conference having <laughs> yeah. a kick about That's with the captain a good idea, shaking actually, hands yeah. with the ref so, yeah 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 uh, it's a possibility yeah I'll probably leave that just <laughs> 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 the ridicule so um, but you pl- are you playing down your neck of the woods you're going to be I'm going to do Winchester in? the Theatre Royal in October oh, but the homecoming uh, oh, the, the home, homecoming yeah it's going to be like Main Road Oasis <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah so that's October the 3rd I think October the 2nd or 3rd so that's a while off that's not actually kind of part of this tour per oh, se okay. that's kind of like a, just a one off and, and you'll be up in Edinburgh again up you? in Edinburgh again yeah uh, Dreamer another one word title I've oh, gone okay. for this year yeah. Good, yeah. Yeah. honing that in the build up to Edinburgh are you well, in, in theory yeah, yeah. I, mean, I should I should be honing that I've, yeah I, I'm, 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 I'm yet to sort of fully get stuck into that but it's going to be based around talking of supports um, I kind of had a bit of a mad uh, run in with the Libertines um, oh, in December wow um, who I, I was up there doing some gigs in Birmingham and they were doing a gig at the O2 Academy on the Sunday night, which yeah. I had already planned to go to with my friend. And uh, they were staying in the same hotel. Just right. walking past um, 
the they've got. The, do you know the Norwegian shuffleboard game that they play? It's a bit like ball. What, the Libertines or people generally? <laughs> well, people generally, and as it transpires, the Libertines. Because as I was walking through, I'd been playing it the night before with one of this other uh, with the, one of the other comics, and I said to this guy who was just stood there batting it back and forth, I said, "That's a good game." And I look up, and it was the bassist from the Libertines, John Hassel. I said, oh, really, all right, mate? Chatting away for sort of ten minutes, and um, I just said, "Oh, I'm a comic," and he said, "He said, oh, have you got a gig tonight?'" I said, "Yeah." He said, "All oh, right, do you reckon you could put us on the door?" Pete's a big comedy fan. He likes to do that when they're... Oh, yeah, cool. So I thought nothing more of it. Phone the manager of the club. <laughs> and then I'm in the green room just before the gig and he comes in. He goes, oh, your mates are outside. Um, so I sort of walk out and there are the Libertines. Pete Dockett, it was a Christmas gig. He's got a Christmas hat on. <laughs> and I quite often get compared to Tony Hancock. I've had that comparison I, quite I can, a lot. I can, I can yeah, see I that. Can see yeah, that. Yeah. 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 And he's a big <clears throat> fan of Tony Hancock. So I kind of have often, as a, as a Libertines fan, thought, mm. I wish he'd get round to seeing me. Yeah. Anyway, they watch, he leaves, I was on last, so he, he, he left just after my set. I was a bit annoyed because I didn't get the opportunity to sort of chat to mm. him. But the sound guy was like, oh, he was cracking up all the way through. And then on the Sunday, when I'm checking out the hotel that I've been staying in to move into the other hotel that I was going to be in to go and see them, he's walking down the hill with his two big, like, wolf dogs he's got. Mm. I'm like, all right, yeah, all right, mate. Starts quoting my bits back to me, word perfect. He's going, wow. you're like Tony Hancock. And I was like, oh, I get that quite a lot. Like, couldn't have gone any better, yes, like, fantastic. how I've daydreamed it. And he's like, oh, would you be up for getting up and doing a bit at our gig tonight? Come on. No. Blimey. Yes. Really? Like, this wasn't a dream. This really happened. This really happened. Um, <laughs> so I, I sort of go back to things. You'll go, stone me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stone me, I might have known. Sid James in a mask. That's who it was. It wasn't Pete Doherty <laughs> at all. Sid James. I know that voice. Yeah, carry on. Uh, fast forward uh, an hour, uh, Pete's adamant that I go on and uh, do a bit and introduce them. He's yeah. like really sort of like enjoyed my set on on the Friday night. Mm. So mm. I walk out. I, I kind of had sort of slight apprehensions about this, but like when I went in, they had a poet on in the first half. Yeah, I was like, oh, you could do a gig here. This is fine. Let's just say by the time I went out, the atmosphere had they wanted changed the band slightly. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went out. I'm like, oh, who's excited for the Libertines? Yeah. Wee. And I'm like, oh, the boys have asked me to come out and do some stand up. Boom! Oh no! Yeah. Three thousand. <clears throat> like, oh no! Like, booing the idea yeah. of someone doing stand up. <laughs> Never mind the jokes. Yeah, it wasn't like I, I, I mean, at least it wasn't your material. That's one exactly. Way of yeah, yeah. It was you personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, was my, it was my face. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was quite a mad. Uh, that was quite a mad night. So I think that might quite fit. That might happen to me when I go and see Jose Feliciano. It might do. Uh, well, you see him? Bex Hill. Yeah. He's got a bit of a secret passion for Jose oh, yeah, Feliciano. To see him. Yeah, that's right. Oh nice. I might bump into him in the hotel. Sometimes you don't. I remember seeing him during the Blockheads one Christmas gig, uh, and sometimes you don't want. We had uh, a kind of pu- they had a punching, sweary punching Judy show. Couple of poets, bloke who came on and fell down a bit. Yeah, and then a, a very a band called Misty and Roots. A yeah, I remember band, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had two bass players. That's it. Yeah, they were one bass player wasn't enough. <laughs> and then they did it, but we thought they'll only do half an hour. And they started to go to about fifty minutes. Who Misty oh, and Roots? Yeah, and you yeah. Could, but they were good, but you could cut the air with a knife because it was like sort of half past ten. And I'm never going to get home. It's like Christmas day before Christmas Eve or whatever. And then so it was very tense. And the, one of the musicians went and, the, and, and then he said. This song's called "How Long Do We Have to Suffer?" <laughs> somebody in the crowd went. Somebody in the crowd went. Too right, mate. And then the can started. Oh yeah, so yeah, they yeah. That song and the uh, injury came on slightly earlier than planned. <laughs> so how did you did you did you beat a retreat or did you? Yeah, no, I just sort of 
I didn't put up the backdrop for your tickets, did they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I sold too many that night. I've never been so glad that they were serving beer in plastic cups, to be honest, because it was a few taking flight, but he didn't have the, the kind of momentum oh. to reach the stage. No, look, but, if you can um, deal with that, you can deal with anything. Absolutely. Well, I think they did used to do that. You know, the Clash used to have comics supporting them. I think yeah, when yeah, punk, I think you know, it, yeah, it was. It was, yeah, well, um, uh, uh, Phil Jupiter used to go on, didn't he? A lot of the gigs, and yeah, you'd have a lot of sort of, yeah, poets and stuff. Yeah, it was always I've very good. John Cooper Clark support the form, and not a... Yeah, so yeah, I saw him support bands back in the day as well. Yeah, what about that. It was a lovely chat. What was it? Half a lager for you, Andy. You want a pint of bitter? Okay, I'll go back to the bar. <laughs> so when our chats dissolve into it just, it's just, it's just a pub chat. But I enjoyed it, Paul. Good. Lovely, lovely. Uh, lovely Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And go and check Paul out. Lemon is the tour. You're on all social media outlets, and yeah. we'll get all the. Details of the Tickets gig. available for, yeah, for Nottingham this week, Bristol, Cardiff. It's a good fun show. Yeah. Lovely to see uh, as many of you there as possible. Fantastic. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Now, over the years on this show, we have uh, we have crossed to New York for uh, for the headquarters of the World Competitive Eating yeah. Association. They they we know it's it, they take it very seriously. Well, they're in, in charge the, of the Coney Island yeah, hot dogs in the build up to uh, the big Coney Island Fourth of July World Hot Dog Eating Championship. Over the years, we've talked about all the stars of American competitive eating, mm. and we've often thought, why doesn't somebody? Why? Why doesn't somebody do the it's same It's incredibly thing popular. You've got to treat it properly. They're like ESPN yeah. cover it. They treat it like a proper sport. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we all know it's nonsense, but that gives it something. If they, if, it, if you sort of just sent it up, it wouldn't be as fun. But I like the full sporting treatment of it. Well, the good news is that we now have a British eating league. Tremendous. And Craig Harker is the man who's put his head above the parapet. Good man. Craig, good afternoon. Afternoon. Thanks for the call. This has needed to happen for some time that uh, we have a British arm and that we have uh, somebody taking the sport of competitive eating seriously in this country. And you kicked it yep. off, didn't you, with uh, a Jaffa cake <laughs> eating competition uh, earlier this week? Is that right? We did. Yeah, we had um, for the first one. I wanted to do something what everyone basically would have in the house. So if they saw the event, they could then go and try it themselves. Right. So we went with um, Jaffa sure cake, and we mm. give three minutes. And the winner was a lad called Stu Ehler on the first event, and he'd done 36 Jaffa Cakes in three minutes. He's known as Inhaler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I suppose you I would think need that to. 1,600 calories it was in three minutes, um, and mm. a Jaffa Cake every five seconds. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that for people at home, yeah, to be yeah. really honest. Do you, do you, I mean, <laughs> there are different techniques in competitive eating. Some of them allow sort of dip it. I mean, you could dip a Jaffa cake and soften it up. It does you? make a difference if you soak it up. In a bit it? of tea. I mean, a bit of, yeah, you know. Water. Did you, uh, there's, well, tactic, there's tactics for all the competitive eating, which is really why I wanted to introduce it as a sport. Yes. Because anyone, anyone can go and enter an eating competition, like anyone can go and have a game of football, but mm. to become a professional, you know, you need to train for it. Oh, yeah. And that's what I'm hoping to do with competitive eating. Well, what um, so? What other things? I know you're mm. looking at a the next up. You've got a double chocolate fudge cake uh, competition. Right, yeah, got to eat, they got to eat a whole fudge cake. Yeah. fourteen slices, a whole chocolate fudge cake to one, three thousand five hundred calories. Right. Um, the time limit's going to be, I think, eight minutes for putting on that. So whoever either clears the plate first, mm. or will weigh the cakes at the end and see who's at the most. Okay. What's yeah. drawn you to this then? Have you, yeah, have you, you do you do it yourself? Yeah, well, I've I've been following it for years. Man vs. Food, the American version of the Major League Eating. Yeah. Um, and I, I just absolutely love it. We do food challenges at the pub that I own, but I'm trying to break away from the pub and put this in other venues now. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, would you? Uh, you'd love Sonia the Black Widow to come over, or some one of the stars, uh, oh, Joey, well. Ch- Joey, Joey Chestnut. Chestnut. Yeah, Joey true. Chestnut, unbelievable. Yeah. But there's a couple um, I'm speaking to now, um, Dan Killer Kennedy over there. Right. So I'm trying to fly over this year wow. to do a tour of the UK, so we can take them to different events, so people can do a question and answers, and you can see real professional eaters. Because yeah. what's interesting about professional eaters is they're not, as you imagine, look like the moose or somebody like that. They actually <laughs> often quite <laughs> slim quite, people. I mean, yeah, Sonia Thomas is nothing of us. Well, Joey Chestnut, Joey Chestnut, he's not well, fat he's, at he's, all. He's a, no, he's, he's a biggish lad. Kobayashi well, was the one, of course, wasn't yeah, he? The, Kobayashi, who, yeah. who dominated the world of hot dog eating for many years. Very slight yeah. Jap- Japanese guy, wasn't he? Absolutely. Yeah, but uh, well, there's a lad further north um, near Newcastle called um, Carl Gibson. Hmm. Um, young kid, slim, goes to the gym every morning. Just so he doesn't pile all the weight on by digesting all them calories. Right. But he's there every morning training, um, just so he doesn't become overweight, so he can stay competitive eating and at the top of his game. You've started yeah. off. You've started off with the um, with the sweet. Are you going to go down the savoury route at well, some if point? If you do t- yeah, tuna and sweet, there's going to be all sorts on there. So there'll be uh, we've we've got the double chocolate cake. We're going to run a hot dog competition, a bit like Nathan's in America yeah. on the Fourth of July, the same day. Oh wow! We'll have time difference. Okay. Um, so we're going to do that. There's going to be a steak eating competition. What's it eating? Oh. You know, the list is endless. You're going to need someone on hand to you can do the Heimlich for the old steak <laughs> eating. All of these really, ideally, you want to be a, in a controlled environment where someone, if you do get into a bit of trouble, mm. can help you out because there is a health and safety aspect to this, of course, isn't yeah, there? Definitely. Well, what I've done is I've started the governing body for competitive eating in the UK, which has never been before. Mm. So I've run the governing body to look over rules for each each event to make sure there's a first aider on that, on hand at each event. Depending on what event it is, finding out where the nearest defibrillator is right. and just making sure all the events are run safely. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, well, well, yeah. uh, Aroni and Abraham's the moose. Um, you think he'd like if they did well, pizza, tuna, 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 pizza, tuna pizzas? How many could he go in a minute? We'll, we'll try and put it to him. Tremendous. But we'll, we will enter him into one of the competitions. We'll, we'll keep in touch. Then uh, let us know how things are going, Craig, uh, as as you launch Great. events. Yep, perfect. Appreciate the call. Thank you very much. There we are, no Craig problem. Harker, the uh, the organizer, the Godfather, the Set Blatter, the Dana White of the British Eating <laughs> yeah, League. We'll look. You'll look back. That's a bit harsh. Yes, probably is. <laughs> you'll look back. Can we not make any money from this event? <laughs> yeah, the British ask. Eating yeah. Championships are in Doha, <laughs> <laughs> and the winner is Qatar. I didn't vote for it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. From Talk Sport. Can we have a minute's silence, please, for Mail on Sunday columnist Alex Shulman, who suffered a terrible loss. Okay. Yes, I was reading her column on Sunday. She said, We suffered our first post Brexit loss. Anna, our wonderful housekeeper, is going home to Romania. Oh. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> yeah. Lots well, people put, write stuff like it's, that. It's amazing. It's it? put it all in perspective. For, <laughs> oh, put very, it all in perspective for me. Very much. Too so. much perspective. Very much yeah. so. Uh, they, much. Dis- they discovered a <laughs> You can't carry on. No, so I can't, honestly. <laughs> did you see uh, there was a bit of a controversial yeah. late equaliser mm. in the uh, game last night between uh, Forrest and Borough? Yeah, and uh, he wasn't happy, uh, Woody. No, he, he wasn't, felt yeah. he felt there'd been a, a foul on the keeper. <laughs> yeah. by Lewis Graham. I haven't but, seen it, but yeah. but uh, Sabri Lamucci said uh, Graben never touched the keeper. He disturbed him. Oh, sorry, I disturbed you, mate. I said, yeah, yeah, no need for that, Lewis. I just I just dozed off then. <laughs> he disturbed him. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. You seen that menu they discovered from 1617? This is the king was visiting. Visiting uh, Hogton, I think it's a wow. Sir Richard Hogton at Hogton Tower. Wow. At, 
honestly, this, there's not a lot of vegetables in this meal, I have to tell you. So, in, from, so what, what were they eating at first Hobden course, Tower in 1617? Pullets, that's young hens. Bullets. <laughs> Bullets. Oh, Bullets. Boiled capon, a cockerel that has been castrated to improve the taste of its flesh. You are. <laughs> I've not. <laughs> okay. Boiled mutton. Boiled chicken, everything's boiled. It's like that restaurant that Paul Breen Turner once recommended well, to they... me in Madrid. Everything was boiled. Okay, what, do you want it fried? I much prefer it yeah. myself. Uh, roast shoulder of mutton, boiled ducks, roast loin of veal, roast haunch of venison. Yeah. It's just my order, man. Yeah, that's right, again. Hot pasty. Chip, uh, a hot pasty? pasty of venison, yeah. A pasty? Yes, of venison. Wow. And that's all. This is all the first course. Roast turkey, roast this swan. This is the first, blimey. Chicken pie, roast goose, cold rabbit, boiled jiggets. I like his writing. <laughs> Paul Jiggets. Paul Jiggets. He's yeah, tremendous, isn't he? Yeah. Snipe pie. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy Snipe You're pie. You're just saying words. These boiled, are names from toast, Boiled breast of veal, yeah. <laughs> roast capons, yeah. uh, roast beef, cold tongue pie, boiled sprod. That's a fish. And these, are, these are all the starters, are Cold they? roast heron. <laughs> Yeah. Lovely. Don't, don't feel the need to do the whole menu, Andy. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> but I think we get... You get the idea there. Come Not back, a lot of vegetables. Come back to it. <laughs> we'll do the second course tomorrow. Come back to it, yeah. And um, where's this? Oh, this one as well. Chris Court wrote to The Sun today. I I've, do, yeah. um, I've been round to his house. I've retuned his TV. He's now only allowed to watch cycling after this letter. Okay, right. Olympian Laura Kenny was so courageous getting back on her bike. Well, after she was. Her, she was. What a nasty fall. Uh, was. After a horrific crash at the World Championship... On I agree with all of that. Yeah. This is the bit that annoys me. Mm. Footballers who go to ground at the slightest touch, take note. Yeah. You don't have to do that, do so you? Why don't you can... just salute Laura without knocking football? So I've gone round, I've retuned his TV, you'll never receive football he, ever again. Eurosport is tuned permanently to Eurosport. <laughs> yeah, he can only it. watch cycling. He can cycling only watch cycling in any on form. a loop. We mentioned earlier on that Lewis Garda made his return to uh, South End and we're mm. pleased to see him play football. Should he ever wish to have a, a career in TV? <laughs> yes. We thought we might have a, uh, a few TV formats for oh, him. Oh, yeah, we forgot the callers as and well. And Gab Cancello got in touch. He said, uh, Horse Guards Parade, the South End player talks <laughs> us through a pro- procession of floats and acts and, and does it all with a sore throat. Okay. Because <laughs> he's horse. Oh, yeah, that's a bit, a bit laboured. Um, <laughs> sorry, not like you. That wasn't bad, though. I'm yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm, I sold it short there, yeah. Gab. We, we appreciate you, your input as always. Um, Daz says, "Caught off guard." Uh, Lewis bowls to celebrities to see how many he can get caught off guard. Yeah, that's good. And uh, he also yeah, said, um, "We were we were compiling a list of the very best talk sport callers yeah. to uh, to Adrian on Drive." Hello, Adrian. Uh, Mick in Hucknall here. It's <laughs> uh, such a place. Can't afford, go, can't afford to go at the games anymore. Money's too tight to mention, says Daz. Adrian in Durham. That was, it's gone Route 1 as uh, Phil in Oxford. Um, <coughs> hello, me. Adrian. It's Terence Trent in Derby. That's from That's Tom. Ridiculous. Um, guard it, guard it, guard it, capital letters IT, with your life. Mm. Lewis looks after Pennywise the Clown as he takes him on a tour <laughs> of the UK. Crazy. That's Gab Cancello. Thank you, Gab. <laughs> Honestly, when when uh, when I used to have a menswear shop years ago, mm. you'd you'd get something in, and it, it, it was never going to sell, and it'd often be a lot of money, and you think. Oh, I hope some muggins comes in and buys this, really. Yeah. And uh, that particular item could have been Jordan Pickford's jeans. They're all Pick- the rage, though, Andy. I'm I mean, not I, like I that, imagine a lot of people, the kids would have seen this. Pictures today, Jordan Pickford. Congratulations to uh, him. He, he got married yesterday, his childhood sweetheart. But they, not, they didn't go for the big, you know, bouncers on the door, helicopters stopping everybody taking pictures and, no, you know, the, re- selling it to a low. registry office job, Just yeah. a little registry office Very job. casual. Well, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. 
that. But, I mean, the jeans, I mean... First of all, that look's been in and out for years and years. It's not a great look, really. Okay. Well, not, if, if, if you want to look at the height of fashion, oh, yeah. Harry Styles is the height of fashion. Really? I mean, honestly, some of the stuff he wears, even I'm looking at it and thinking, wow, where's that come from? And today he's got a, a sort of twin set and pearls. He looked on. like Barbara Woodhouse. <laughs> he did. I was quite shocked. We know Niall listens to talk sport. He's been saying about <laughs> Even <laughs> Niall, even me. you admit, that Barbara Woodhouse, look her yeah. up, Niall. You're too young to know who that is, but, yes. uh, yeah. Funny, she, her name came up in Argentina because my friends got these three dogs. I mean, like, you got. I mean, do we want to go down the bar? I mean, I just threw it in. That's no, it. Barbara, she's a she's a dog trainer. She was, yeah, for yeah. about thirty years ago. And uh, my friends got these three dogs, and they're massive. These things. Oh they're, yeah. He did tell me what they were: German Wolf Shepherds or something. They're like huge. Oh yeah. And they're fabulous dogs. I mean, they're really a German Shepherd. Are they Irish no, Wolfhounds? No, they're, 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 I think German, they're German. It could be a cross. And I've got to look it up now. German yeah, Wolfhound. You're on national radio, Andy. Oh, right, Don't feel well, the need. Well, you want to know the exact thing. You made me start it. Okay. Yeah. They were big dogs. And that, I mean, that's <laughs> the idea. They German big... short hair pointers. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was remarkably quick. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. You just do the thing, I can have a cough. Okay, <laughs> yes, yes. So what about them? Uh, so anyway. He's training them. No, he's not. That's the problem. Okay. He doesn't train them. So two of them are quite old and sort of reasonably. But one is a complete mad thing I mean it's mad this dog absolutely okay, yeah, yeah. bong and it goes and I said to him you need a bit of Barbara Woodhouse here or, or our old friend the dog chinner I won't go into it <laughs> we won't go into the, I think the things have moved on that since we talked about the dog, dog tra- training, training I've ever heard <laughs> right is that it well, no, that could have been it, yeah, go on. I'll, otherwise, I'll go back to hot pheasant. <laughs> Give us two more. You can do two more items from the menu, then I've got to go. Okay. Uh, roast deer pie and uh, dried tongues. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Just some of the things that they were eating in 1611. 17. And you thought Barbara Woodhouse was an old reference. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. How many more items are there on that menu that you could do? <laughs> quite it goes on for quite a lot. Well, we'll do some more tomorrow <laughs> yeah, then. Yeah, we will. Yeah, so exactly. don't forget to join us, eh? <laughs> um, okay, that's it. Uh, thanks for uh, listening. We'll be back tomorrow from one. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.